The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Well, <laughs> they did it again to us. Another year where they couldn't decide which one of us should be the sexiest man alive, and they went with a fourth party. We every split year, the vote. Every year we, we get the emails, and it's like, ooh, I don't know. I think they're, and you know what? I think when they send those emails to us, pitting us against each other in a sexiest mm-hmm. contest, I think they're looking for payola journalists. Yeah. Well, I should tell you guys, I actually got the call. They said they were going to name me sexiest man alive, but I would have to do an interview and a photo shoot. Oh, come so, on. Yeah, that's and, a lot very topical uh listen i we i shouldn't no 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 we can't go one more second without giving congratulations to the sexiest man alive blake shelton congratulations congratulations you- i'm so proud of you um yeah i do think where he sold it where where did we go wrong where did blake go right i think where he um sent everyone polaroids of his biceps and i do mean mm-hmm. everyone if you on earth did check your mail recently in the last few weeks you almost certainly got a polaroid in the mail of blake shelton's bicep each one was individually sort of captured and rendered and uh along with a personal note that was mm-hmm. sort of telling me uh, just give me some support for the things that are happening in my life right now which i don't know i mean blake, blake shelton is obviously very rich famous from voice and definitely has some sort of panopticon in his house or laboratory that he uses to watch every living person send them personalized notes and bicep uh selfies and thank you, Blake Shelton, you beautiful fucking waffle house that a wizard turned into a human being. So proud of you. So, so happy. proud of you, you tall who, stack of flapjacks. Who do y'all think is the sexiest man dead? Um, There's a lot. I mean, we probably wouldn't know them. It was it was a, yeah. some like uh, Italian painter from the you know the the 15th century or something. Oh, that yeah. I mean, Leonardo da Vinci was fucking ripped. You know, yeah. super ripped. He had to be to lift so up his swole. big helicopters and stuff. Yeah, and um, you just picture him just like he's painting the Mona Lisa, but also he's just like glistening, and no. he's, he's got like a like sixteen pack. Was that him? And, yeah, mm. he did a lot of great stuff. Like like when he drew the Vitruvian Man, which was a self portrait, mm-hmm. he drew himself with all his arms and all his legs. Yeah, and the reason if you see a lot of erasing marks on the penis is because he kept saying like. Did I do it big enough? And he would ask people, like, does that look... He wouldn't expose himself, obviously, but like he would ask them, like, you look at my body. Look uh-huh. at what I'm working with here. Look do how swole. Think, look how swole. Look at all the arms. Count them. Count the legs. Do you feel like I put the penis on enough on this fucking sex, sexual goro that I drew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, guys, I'm looking at the page now for the People magazine. They just updated it, and Blake's off. 
Oh, he no, got no. booted from the sexiest spot and they gave it. Hold on. It's still refreshing. The data is being injected into the. It is. It's Martin Short now. Huh. Congratulations, I, Martin. Martin. I didn't Short, realize it was a real time tracker, Griffin. Yeah. I mean, Blake Shelton's, he could, uh, you know, get cut in a terrible lawnmower accident on his face and body. And then people is going to be like, oh, he's got terrible cuts from the lawnmower. So now we're going to get in Martin Short. And the mm-hmm. image they use from him is him as Jack Frost from the Santa Claus 3. And they said oh, that the this most is, erotic. Yeah. He says the sexiest Short. one of him. Did you guys get the the list sent to you that ranks everybody? You know how when you're like in like important members of the media, they send you actually the full list, and it's about mm-hmm. five billion pages, and it lists like every ma- living man, every living male, and shows you where you place. There's a little highlighter, and it takes forever to find it. But I got twelve million three hundred sixty four thousand three hundred and twenty two. I'm it's I'm not bad. Dead there's a, center. There's billions. I am. Of, oh wow. I'm, yeah, I'm dead center. I am. The average man. Yeah, you're like 1.5, 1.8 billion in there. I mean, I made right the top there. billion, so I feel pretty good about that. Congratulations. That's huge. Um, Jess, I'm sorry you got the ugliest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh last place again, but I'm like rooting for you, but it's oh, the boy. ugliest one again. Oh, golly. Hey, oh, guys, boy. is it possible that ranking people by their looks and talking about like, the gender of the person. Is it possible that this list might be inherently problematic? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. But that's why we're, be- that's why we do- have put our fun, irreverent spin South Park humor. Oh, in it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I see. Um, because we didn't take it seriously, we've, as they say, taken the piss out of it. We've pissed on it there all over go. it. We've, we've stolen its piss of the list. Because your piss, your piss is on my list. The the um the big problem I have with it is they almost always pick in November, like late November around this time period. Yeah. And to me, not picking Santa just seems like a huge <laughs> missed opportunity. Cause you if you're at people and you're like, listen, I gotta get some juice with the big man. Yeah. You 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 pick Santa, right? Yeah. You pick Santa and then like oh ho ho! I'm gonna take extra good care of you this year. Yeah, and and also you people, get to, you get to meet Santa. You get to meet Santa Claus for the photo shoot. And do you, you think that that's what that would be one good way in the future? I don't know his status right now, but like that would be one good way to catch Chapo. If you want to grab El Chapo, just like name him. Name is name him. Got you again, El Chapo. Got and the other thing about doing it in November is most- Showed up for the photo shoot. The other thing about doing November is most of our nation's lawnmower accidents happen in December. People get their new yeah. lawnmowers for Christmas. They get all excited, but they don't read the manual for the safety instructions. Blade comes off, cuts them real bad. And then all do of a sudden, you- your list is stupid again. Do you think <laughs> when they named it Blake Shelton, they sat him down and were like, we need you to drive five miles under the speed limit. Don't eat any old food. We yeah. just need you to be super careful because we've already taken the pictures. We've already written the thing. We just need you to hang on till the end of November. Um. So again, we were overlooked. We're not going to get all bent out of shape about it like we always do. We're going to move on and and continue to do our podcast that we that we do. Um, do you think I we're have... the sexiest podcasters? Fuck alive? no. Oh, not even it. in the top ten. Damn it. Uh, sadly, but are we the sexiest brother podcasters alive? Uh, probably not. I mean, probably not. No. Probably not. You have, apparently, you have the ugliest person. 
according to Griffin. Well, or, the physically yeah. ugliest person. So like the average is going to be drawn and down. And I do. A I bit. just want to say, Justin, I think you're beautiful and you have a beautiful body. But Speaking the people, of- but People Magazine voted and they agreed ugliest on you. So and Speaking I didn't say of- it. Speaking of this, uh, I didn't tell you guys this, but um, my when I told my dentist that we were had shot the TV show and I was shooting another thing, uh, which you should hear about soon, uh, and I was telling her about this, she said that I should probably have my teeth fixed. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, I had never even like considered it before, but she was like, you have Holy nice teeth. You just need to pull them shit. together a little bit. The year Justin gets adult braces. Can I get adult braces? I don't think so. I don't think that I could get adult braces. Oh, I would love for you to know my corn chips struggle. My boy. I'm not detracting from anybody who has adult braces. Like, please. It, it just never occurred to me. But, you know, I'm I'm trying to make progress there. So maybe I will get oh, to shit. a point where to reach peak physical perfection, which is so important, so essential. Well, and look, important. At, look at what Da Vinci did with his body. It's a work of art. Oh, my God, guys. People Magazine just updated Martin Short. They put up a little brief uh, message from the editor saying, like, we made a mistake. And now Justin is it. <gasps> yeah, they he said that you're, you're com- to first. Your, confi- your confidence made you very sexual and really f- wants to fuck you. People magazine. Thanks, does. Beans. Let's get into the question. Well, before we do, okay, stick around after the show for a special candle nights announcement. Oh, don't go, okay. Don't go nowhere. Make sure you All listen right. to that ending. Why okay. are we doing it right now? Why are we doing oh, a teaser for our? I love it. I love a teaser. A okay. teaser. We're gonna do a candle night show. I. I, I is that straight? Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. My mom teaches Taekwondo at an elementary school. Fuck and the yes. other day, one of her students declared that he could beat her in a fight. Keep in mind, my mom is a fully grown martial arts teacher, and this kid is like seven. His logic was that boys are stronger than girls, Hachimachi. Oh, man. So he must be stronger than my mom. My mom said, of course, come at me. And the kid did his best to kick her, so she just picked him up. <laughs> uh, he thinks he's won this fight, and some of the other students agree. How come my mom teaches a boy that girls can be strong, too, and win back the respect of her class without actually hitting a child. And that's from Surprised by Sexist Seven-Year-Old. Okay, there is a lot going Holy on shit. to unpack here. Can this we is... start with the basic premise of Taekwondo school at elementary school? That seems like a... That seems... I... I Well, I guess we don't know Would where... Would you rather teach jump rope, Griffin? Pull-ups? I guess... Huh? I don't think that it's... Okay, all right. I think it's great to teach kids Taekwondo. It's a great physical, mental. I'm a huge fan of Taekwondo. This should be no, like, there should be no question about that. I think that, <laughs> I think that that is very good. I think that where you start to get into some muddy water <laughs> is when you fight a seven year old to prove how tough you are. That does seem to well, be. Well, how tough women, how tough women are, which they, you really yes, shouldn't okay, need Okay, a like, agreed, but that. you are. This is where the issue gets complex is because by being an adult fighting a seven-year-old, you're not necessarily proving anything regarded to gender. I think what you're more proving is in the vein of adults versus kids, which is always going to be like the confidence of that kid. I mean, it's not confidence. It's sexist. It's like boys than girls so I can beat up any girl. I had a gym teacher once who said that the best... Uh, woman basketball player on earth could n- not be the worst male basketball player. This was Horse in middle school. Shit. And it's like the dumbest, like, dude, come on. That's the dumbest. You you know that's the dumbest fucking shit 
you've ever said like i've ever Especially heard since i life. travis McRoy am the worst male basketball player <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no and i know Magazine for a fact has a list of best basketball players travis's last place again I'm it's, it's place. okay here's the here's the solution to this Okay. Uh, especially since all the kids are getting in on it. Some of the other students agree, you say. I do agree that you doing your cool Taekwondo to a child doesn't prove anything. But you go to Bath and Body Works. Okay. You buy up all the pillows that they got on their shelf. You mean Bed Bath & Beyond, right? What did I say? Bath & Body Works. <laughs> you buy up all the lotions and potions. Go Bed Bath & Beyond. Buy up all the bed pillows that they have on their shelf. Well, just let me introduce myself. I'm the person who's about to suggest that you put pillows all over every boy in the classroom and fight all of them on box style. And if they have the pillow armor, you can. You don't have to restrain yourself. You can really just wail on them. Not to injure, but to humiliate. And you I mean, take down thing. all of them, and all of a sudden, maybe now we've we've proven. There are very good answers here, but like the answers, the answers that we would have would be if you want to teach this lesson, what you need to do is train one of the girls in the class that is approximately this boy's age to beat the stuffing out of him. And like, but well, again, yeah, that would be awesome. S- that would be so cool for like a second, and then and not then, cool for all following seconds. All following seconds after that, you are unemployable. Now, I will say, in the defense of your um, uh, students, and sort of in their camp for a second, uh, as I understand it, picking someone up is not sort of a legal competitive Taekwondo move. It's like soccer. Move. You can't use your hands in Taekwondo. That's just like no. I mean, no, that's a hol- fact. no, no holding. Holding yeah. is not is not a thing in Taekwondo. So, like, I don't think that you did win the fight. I Wait, think so that. You, in Taekwondo, you can't do the thing where like you put your palm on their forehead and let them kind of swing their arms oh, at you, but they good. can't reach. No, that's so good. But like in not a, if you're going like yeah, not Taekwondo really. Here's here's the best solution for this. Little boy comes up to you and says, "I want to fight you." because all boys are stronger than all women. And you say, okay, go to the principal's office. You have detention now. (laughs) And then they go to the principal's (laughs) office for detention, and then you turn to the rest of the class and say, anybody else want to espouse some dumb shit? Anybody else feeling froggy and want to leap right in the... I don't think you can imprison children for ideas. I'm not sure how, like, Oh, no, you would falsify the right rep- You would falsify a report and say, like, you call me a fucker and did a, cu- yeah. a big cuss in front I'd of the say, class. I'd say, I'd say that's, sure. that's strength. That, I'm that's pretty strength sure freedom of speech does not apply to an elementary school class. If this kid gets up and says, I want to fight you, I think he'd be like, cool, bye. I want <laughs> to ahead. fight you to prove that men are stronger than women. Okay, you are going to sit in a special room during lunch and not be with your friends, you piece of shit. <laughs> you are in trouble now because you're being an asshole. Yeah, I don't know where this kid got this uh, message unless he's ever turned on a TV or watched a movie or read a comic book. Like I, I don't know where he's getting these these wild ideas from. Um, how about a Yahoo? Uh, wait, did we fix it though? Yeah, send I don't them know to that fucking detention. It. You don't, you don't have to do a physical fight. Um, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, this one's gonna keep me up at night. Yeah, I, no, it's I, not I, good. It's 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 not good because it's a, it's everything. It's all of it. Yeah, it's almost it's like it's, it, it's almost it? like it's a pervasive issue that reaches yeah. through every part of our society and it's culture. What, 
it's one of the weirdest, it's one of the very weird outlier pervasive issues that influences every aspect of our culture that you can't fix by punching a seven-year-old in the face. Mm -hmm. And there are so many that would be sort of fixed by that. Global warming. Global warming for sure, obviously. Um, Um, Wage gap. Wage gap, mm-hmm. definitely. Here's a Yahoo from Lauren McGregor. Thank you, Lauren. It's Yahoo. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, so I'm going to call them uh, David asks. I got fired from a restaurant. Does that mean I can't eat there anymore? No additional details. Justin, were you uh, the Olive Garden? Was that sort of a you decision or a them decision? Olive Garden was, well... Olive Garden hired me as a dishwasher, and then I saw the dishwasher that was going to train me shoot a ramekin of uh, 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 Zupa Toscana, uh, shoot it like um, uh, an oatmeal cookie shot, just kind of like jam it off of somebody's tray that came back, and I was like, I cannot learn at the feet of this man. Yeah. And I lied, and when they asked me what job they hired me for, I lied and said chef. Head Um, head chef. I did sort of con my way into that gig. Uh, my bad. Uh, so they would have had grounds to fire me at literally any moment, definitely, until they saw how good I was at uh, grilling s- swordfish piccata or chicken tenders. Um, so they, they, you know, they would have a hard time saying goodbye to me then. Uh, but I did quit that job, okay. and it's not because I disliked the cooking. I I liked that part, but at the end of the night. You'd have to get down on hands and knees and spray the floor off with a hose, and you would get soaked in what everyone in the kitchen called OG water, mm. and it was a very unpleasant Powerful. all around. No, it was Powerful. unpleasant for us at home, because you would come home, and now I lived in an olive garden yeah. where, where I was family, always. And when you're there, you're family, yeah. literally, because you're at your house. Uh, so that is, that is why I resigned from there. But if you had gotten fired for stealing gnocchi, I don't think you could, I don't think going back, legally you can go back, but why would you want to? Why would you want to? That's the thing. You're going to sit there and like, if you're like out to dinner with a companion, you're going to look at them and be like, "Uh, do you want to know how they made this? Like, you know too much. You know how, you literally know how the sausage gets made. Yeah. Uh, Okay, but what if it's the only Olive Garden? Oh, and you gotta eat. <laughs> uh, you Olive Garden, you gotta eat. So that's their, they have two. When you're here, you're family, and you have to eat something, and we're right here. Wait, there is a fast food restaurant whose tagline is you gotta eat. Yeah, I think it's right. Rallies. No, is I think rallies it's you gotta Garden. eat? No, I think Rallies is you have to eat. You have to rallies eat this. You have to eat this. In, two th- in 2001, the tagline of Rallies and by extension checkers is you gotta eat, which is kind of, which is sort of depressing. Yeah, they gave up. I mean, like you have to eat. Why not come here? You could do it here if you wanted. We you have to change it to you should eat something. Yeah, Olive Garden is your body has to eat or you'll die. And when you get food here, we give a lot of it to you. Mm-hmm. Please, it's a uh, it, uh, uh, Olive Garden. All our food is just wet everywhere. So please, Olive Garden, please take this away from please, us. Please, please, we cannot be trusted. I have some breaking news. This is not a Munch Squad. It is just some breaking news about Olive Garden that I, I Googled Olive Garden because I want to see some new menu specials uh, that I could like say like, oh, I wanted to try it. What if I want to try this? You know, it's new. Uh, there's an Arkansas couple named Jordan and Justin Garten. 
and uh, they had a unlimited pasta pass. Um, so they started going to a restaurant that you have probably guessed the name of, and yes, it's Olive Garden. And then they uh, gave birth. They're giving birth to their daughter, December sixth. No, is the due date. No, 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 no. And the name. No, 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 no. Is, no, 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 no. You may, if you remember, their last name is Garten. This no. little baby's name is going to be Olivia Garten. Oh, okay. And she is going to save all of us. <laughs> Olivia Garten, when you are born December 6th and then the beam of light uh, in a shaft comes down from heaven, uh, you are going to be the one that will deliver us from everything. It's all been leading up to Olivia Garten, and she's going to turn it all around. The mother of pasta. It's Olivia Garten. Now, we looked at a list of Italian girl names, and none of them really felt perfect, until we landed on Olivia. The pair also considered Olive, but even though they liked the humor in the name sounding like the restaurant, they settled on something subtler. Can I say? I prove very much. Yeah, very You good. have chosen the funniest version of what you are doing. Do you think that she'll be able to, and this may sound a little wild, but stick with me here, speak to pasta? Mm-hmm. Commune with a bowl of Alfredo sauce, like understand, like read its thoughts and communicate with it, like Aquaman. Probably. I mean, yeah. what's the point otherwise? <laughs> okay, so it is going to sort of transition into <laughs> weird. How that? <laughs> I want a munch, squad. This is you've lowered it an octave. I want too much. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is kind of fucked up. <laughs> this one comes to us from Jonah. I um, would not, like to munch. It's not necessarily, munch time. <laughs> not necessarily a fast food one. We're branching out a little bit here, but this is just too good to pass up. And I am going to send y'all the link to this one in Skype just so you can see, because the imagery on this is so fucking good. This one comes to us from the Kellogg's company, creators of Pringles. This Thanksgiving, Holy Pringles shit. is giving, bringing all your holiday oh favorites God. to the snacking table. You know, the thing that exists with the new and exclusive limited edition Pringles Thanksgiving dinner. Holy if you shit. can't make it home for the real feast. And are looking for the saddest way to fill your day. Congratulations. This dinner is so deliciously close to the real thing. It may become part of your own tradition. Holy so shit. each Pringles Thanksgiving dinner, which is a tray with a picture of a real Thanksgiving dinner on it, just to like, make sure <laughs> just you're very you. depressed. Um, and the the press photo of this shows the tray surrounded by uh, a spoon, knife, and hilariously two forks. Yeah, so I don't know necessarily you, what you're going to. If, need if it wanted to show you what you were really going to use as a supplement, it would show you just a pair of nasty jeans that you're going to rub the. <laughs> <laughs> the coating onto. So each Pringles Thanksgiving tray, it has the mouthwatering crisps. They're not chips. They're crisp because they're rehydrated potato granules. They, uh, in eight new Thanksgiving themed flavors. Here are the flavors, which I'm going to say, and they are going to be real. Let's give them a, Tur let's, can we give them a rating as we go? Because some of these are pretty out there. Yeah. Like, one okay. to 10, one to 10. Turkey. Eight. eight. Wood, wood chew. Mashed potatoes. You, that is Pringles. You have yeah, described Pringles. You have not described Pringles. A, yeah. Stuffing. Mm, Six, complex. Maybe. That I'm going to say be... seven if they nail it. 
cranberry sauce. Negative 20, Two. 100 billion, gross, no. Point one. Save some room, Griffin, at the bottom of the scale, because after that is creamed corn. <laughs> Absolute zero. No, is it, is it Travis? Because right after that is green bean casserole. Dumpster, I'm more dumpster interested in green bean casserole than I am in creamed corn. Following that, mac and cheese. All yeah, right, you probably all y'all could probably swing that. Yeah. Then right at the end there, bringing up the real rear in this fucking uh 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 violet Beauregard of a dinner <laughs> is pumpkin pie. Yeah, the last love one. dessert Pringles is a thing. I let's th- this it should just okay. Looking at the packaging how much packaging there is for so few chips, it should just say like, oh, also, we hate the environment. Fuck the environment. Love these chips. We use 12 pounds of packaging for two ounces of chips. Let's check in with Kurt Simon, Senior Director of Marketing for Pringles. Uh, Easiest job in the world, by the way. These little bad boys sell themselves. Yeah. Pringles are known for bold flavors and endless flavor stacking possibilities. So this holiday season, we wanted to introduce snack lovers to a new way to enjoy Thanksgiving favorites. The Pringles Thanksgiving dinner flavors are not only new, but cover every course of the real meal. From the main event to sides, and even dessert. Kurt was really struggling for things to say, so he decided to just re-describe. That's every fucking PR blast about everything that's ever been in the munch. These are chips that we made strange. Can we talk about, they have right below this an image with suggested combos. Some recipes. And so, one, the leftover sandwich. Okay, turkey flavored chip, stuffing flavored chip. And mashed potato flavored chip. All wood, right, okay, wood crush. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the second one. Come back to that. Number three, the touchdown, green bean casserole, mac and cheese, cream corn. Okay, no, cool. all in your the- mouth at the same time. <laughs> yeah, your human mouth. You know, the only one you get until you die. As a- that one is the one you're gonna put three chips of those flavors into. It says in parentheses underneath, only eat as prank or dare only. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Number two, titled The Holiday Sweater, Cranberry Sauce, Pumpkin Pie, and Mashed Potato. It's called The Holiday Sweater because your body reflexively rejects it and you vomit it on whatever shirt you're wearing at that time. Each of these combinations is named after the thing you would rather eat than the chips. (laughs) So the leftover sandwich, obvious. I would rather eat a touchdown than those three things. And I would definitely rather eat a holiday sweater than cranberry, pumpkin, mashed potato, Pringles. Yuckaroonie. Uh, here's the worst part. Are you ready for like the dagger through your heart? For this exclusive rollout, the Pringles Thanksgiving dinner is a pilot taste test and has only limited availability. The dinner is not available for retail this season, but who knows what the future of Pringles stacking and snacking will bring. So you're going to try this fucking out. You're going to show this to me, and then you're not even going to let me buy it? Really? As a joke, Pringles? As a you, joke? You are going to challenge my, my concept of what it means to eat with my human mouth and then not let me buy it and make my friends eat it? Assholes. It's, it's so cruel. I just wanted to buy it. Let me buy P.O. it. Box. You've done such a great job selling it. I want to eat the holiday sweater. P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. If you can just get your hands on one of these and get that over to me, yeah, boy, that would just I, be the And I have a Pringles. I got a special way of getting mailed to me, and it's just if you put these in any dumpster, it'll find its way <laughs> to Austin HQ, guaranteed. All right, here's another question. So last weekend, I got pretty drunk at a family wedding, and I guess I ordered like six dozen small plastic crawdads? <laughs> 
they arrived today. They're actually pretty nice, but like, what am I supposed to do with them? That's from copious crawdads in the Oregon capital. Uh, I've been there. I think I think we've talked about that Amazon. The Amazon app should have a breathalyzer on it. Yeah, I, yes. I, I I buy some things. So I drank a few too many glasses of wine and then said to myself, "I'm an adult and I can buy things if I want." And went on Amazon and for some reason impulsively bought pipes because I'm an adult, I guess. And then when they came, uh, I was I forgot ordering them. When they came, they were like tiny pipe replicas. Uh, which I did not realize when I bought them, I guess. And I still mm-hmm. hold on to those to remind myself that I am not an adult. Yeah, you're a child, yeah. a little boy. Maybe we could get these two together and we could put a little pipe in each one of these crawdads' mouths. And now all of a sudden we got our arts. What do I you love think? That. What do you think the phrase "they're actually pretty nice" means in relation to small plastic? Well, crawdads? we've all seen shitty fake plastic crawdads. <laughs> these don't look real. These don't look appetizing. But these are top quality small plastic crawdads. I mean, next yeah. next time you have a um, you know a pot a pot boil, what's it called? A low country boil. You throw one of these in, and it's like the king baby. Mm. I feel like <laughs> y- you would probably you. I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to return these, right? Like Amazon would be so stoked about getting rid of them mm-hmm. that they would probably not let you return. These are Jeff Bezos's crawdads, <laughs> and he hates them. I hate all these. He I'm worth want them. more ten billion dollars, but I, money can't buy you happiness. Only getting rid of all of these plastic crawdads that I have. These cur- then these the curse, curse will be lifted. These cursed crawdads. <laughs> what if you just started handing them out to people as business cards, and maybe on them you could write, "What would you have room for your Twitter handle?" I guess that's about it, huh? Yeah, probably. But they would never forget it. No. And then they would have it, and it would be their problem. Now I have the crowd. Let me hit you with this. Do you possibly- Let me throw away the crowd ad. Do you possibly have a local sports team that does not have a mascot? Ooh. Oh. And if, if it does have a mascot, maybe it could be sort of an unofficial, like the towel man for the St. Louis Blues, just like an enthusiastic fan who has a really weird sort of get down. And so you show up, and Oregon Capital, which everybody knows is the city- the city of the Oregon Salem, city. Salem. Good. Yeah, that's the sound up. of Griffin double checking Travis. Salem, Oregon. You're in Salem, Oregon, and the Salem, Oregon. Uh, you know, witches probably. That probably would be disrespectful. Well, it's also a completely different Salem. Yeah, other end of the country. Well, who knows? Anyway, it's the Salem <laughs> fruit bats, and the Salem fruit bats are there, and they're you know they got uh they got fruity the bat. They got nanners, uh, the bat that comes in and, uh, you know, eats one of the members of the other team and everybody has a good laugh at it. But then you show up and you're wearing a suit that is covered in little fake crawdads. You're like, what's up, everybody? I'm the crawdaddy. And people are like, okay, don't sit close to the crawdaddy. This sucks. Uh, don't, don't, don't look at the crawdaddy. I don't know who this, you do that one game and you're, you will be, you will be shunned. You do it at two games. Oh, there's that crawdaddy again. Weird. Do you remember him from the last game? Third game. Ah, oh, sick. Crawdaddy's here. We should get a picture with the crawdaddy. Fourth game. Guys, we got a home run because the crawdaddy was drinking a beer. We got to get another beer from the crawdaddy's hands. Fifth game. Fucking crawdaddy's up on the jumbotron, got his own Chiron. Oh, the crawdaddy is here. I don't know why he's a crawdaddy and not a, you know, sort of a bat-themed guy. 20th, 30th game. Crawdaddy's not here. I wonder if he, is he sick? Crawdaddy, 21st game, you show up. Oh, crawdaddy's back. 
The Crawdaddy. Okay. I love this. The Crawdaddy's running for mayor. Did you see that? Yeah. He helped us win all those games, so. He's got my vote. Could you invent a new thing in Rocky Horror and try to act like it's a thing (laughs) that everybody does? Like, you throw the toilet paper, and then in the one scene where the Crawdad shows up, at the giant talking one and it's all sexy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's got like stilettos and stuff. Every time he comes on the screen, oh, in my town where we come from, we always throw plastic crawdads. Oh, you guys don't have any? Let me sell you one for $5. So you could definitely get the full experience. You sell one to everyone in the theater and the <laughs> crawdad obviously doesn't appear in the film, but you're gone already. You're you're home counting. And you're on to the next town. <clears throat> you're on to the hustling. next town. We got trouble. Right here in Oregon City. Do you think that there are people that like, uh, like a person that would just see like, oh, it's midnight and I'm bored. What's this? My local Cineplex is showing something called Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'll go check that out. And then goes to like, goes to the workers and complains like, you need to get in there and do something. You're all, being, out of control. You're all being very, I'm trying to enjoy the sexy film and you're all being very rude. <laughs> I can't Excuse hear me. the picture. I'm trying to listen to this very sexual film. Crawdaddy. You could try. You could try bartering. Okay. You wanted turkey at Walmart. Well, how many crawdads am I gonna have to give you to get this turkey? There is a number. You? There's yeah. a number. If it, and it, it probably it, is a negative. Yeah, <laughs> it probably is. It probably won't be Walmart, but like a small mom and pop. That's shop honestly that's what I miss about mom and pop stores. Yeah, you know, it used to be you used to be able to trade your drunken crawdads for goods and services, and now Walmart's like, I want your paper and shiny metal bits. Yeah, Ugh. it's just capitalism won't let me pay for things with crawdads, and. There is a number though, right? Because it's like here's there's a twenty pound turkey. Here's a good one. I see you picked. You got a good eye for turkey. That'll be fifty six dollars. And you're like, here's six dozen crawdads. And they're like, well, no, we need money for uh, utilities. Here's twelve dozen crawdads. That's a better offer than the first yeah. offer, but it's still like I do need the money. Here's three hundred crawdads. Well, hold on now. Hold on, is that more than twelve dozen? Let's run the numbers real quick. That's, We're not a, sure. that's a lot of crawdads, but I'm here's sixty four thousand crawdads. It's hard to say no to sixty four thousand of anything, right? Can you resell? Do they have a secondary market where you could resell them, like Etsy? <gasps> oh my God! Put little gems on the eyes and sell uh-huh. them on Etsy. What yes. are we, and what do we call them? They are called. Glitter daddies. No. Glitter wait. daddies. No. No. That's something else, I'm sure. Um, Craw buddies. Spar- sparkle bugs. Sparkle uh, bugs. I didn't fuck up. You know, I didn't buy the <laughs> crawdads. I don't have to come up with the name. All right. I've already overextended myself. Yeah. Sparkle bugs. You heard about sparkle bugs? It was all over news where if you touch it, a wish comes true. I, I Can I say this? I know our listeners. If you bejewel the eyes of these 72 cr- plastic crawdads and put them up on Etsy, you will resell 72 of these bad boys. Absolutely. I guarantee. Also would help if you glued a safety pin to it and made a tasteful brooch. Now maybe that's something. Oh, maybe brooch. Yeah, tasteful brooches. Or put them all. Here's another one. 
uh, like hot glue them all over a suit and become crawdaddy and go to your local sports team and uh-huh. become a, cele- a local celebrity. Maybe glue oh. them to the side of like some cheap sunglasses and, and like maybe right across the lenses, oh, like oh, craw living. Yeah, or you could put them all over a suit and become crawdaddy and then you would become local celebrity get in all of the local car commercials. Yeah. You know where Crawdaddy shops for his Ford trucks is here at Salem Ford. Tell him, Crawdaddy. <laughs> and that's your voice. That's the voice he uses, Crawdaddy. Um, people are going to go wild for Crawdaddy. So don't. no more ideas, please. Thanks. Yeah, no more ideas. I, Thanks, God, Trav and Juice. I, I think we got it. Yeah, either one of those is gonna be really great. Well, just please not either one. Please just don't daddy. mail us. Please don't mail us crawdaddies. Fuck don't you. Ma- mail thing. me and fill my ruin my box with crawdads. Fuck you guys. <laughs> okay, let me. Get That's that my out. favorite line from Shades of Grey. Ruin <laughs> <laughs> my box with crawdads. <laughs> All right, quick jury. Let's assemble the jury if that joke's going to make the show or not. Uh, <laughs> I think it definitely, definitely is in the show. Let's hear no the arguments question. from Justice Justin. You already heard my arguments. It was the beautiful sound of human laughter. Yeah. It has to be in. All right. All right. The motion well, passes. Uh, speaking of passing, let's pass on through let's to pass the away zone. into the money zone. like to tell you this week i would like to tell you about bowl and branch now this i've heard of this and it's a you take a big bowl and you throw it up into the tree until uh it stays there and it's a fun game for children and adults yes okay i didn't know you already knew about it yeah it's the new hot game where you try to get a bowl to stay up in a tree and expert level you put water in the bowl and it'll drip down on all the kids and they Mm -hmm. have a great time with it no griffin no you silly boy bowl and branch fuck you okay i uh recently moved into a new home and Teresa and i decided it was time to up update our sheets and towel game so we went to Bull and Branch. I tell you what, I don't know shit about sheets, but I do know that I can tell the difference between when I'm sleeping on my Bull and Branch sheets and when I'm sleeping on some like bargain bin clearance rack sheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a delicate these, man. These sheets are great. And each sheet is crafted from 100% organic cotton. And you'll get twice the comfort and style at half the price. And you can try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you're not impressed, return them for a full refund. So right now, go to bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com today, and you'll get 50% off your first set of sheets plus free shipping when you use the promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. That's $50 off plus free shipping right now at bowlandbranch.com. Spell B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code MYBROTHER. Go. Do it. Get some sheets. Can you use the sheets to come up for bandages? Sure. If you need to escape from your prison cell, they're good and sturdy. If you want to make a really comfortable blanket fort, if you want to put a sail on your homemade raft, you can use them for anything. Don't use them for parachutes. It doesn't work. Trust me. 
Travis died doing a parachute <laughs> stunt with sheets. Yeah. And now there's an AI construct that we took all of his old live journal posts and we fed it into the AI. And that's what Travis is. I love my chemical romance. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> hey, I want to also tell you about stamps.com. This is a damn freaking good way to get your stamps that you need for the letters. Because with the holidays here, you're going to be sending a lot of letters, but maybe you don't have time to scoot out of the house and go somewhere like the post office. I'm, I almost never have time to leave the house or do anything because um, I'm busy with, the, with my just sort of life and just what a freaking mess it is. But, well, and I'll tell you what happens to me. What happens? I don't ever think about stamps until you need them. Until you need them like and you don't have them. Right. Th- then it's like, well, now I have to add something to my, go get stamps. Yeah, but you can use stamps.com instead. Because you just go there and you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, and any class of mail using your own computer and printer. They make it really easy. You can print postage any day, any time. Stamps.com is always open. It's a website. Did you need me to tell you that? You <laughs> fucking animal. Anyway, right now you can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a free a four week trial plus postage. Let me try it again. Okay. Inter includes it inters a f- <laughs> Oh no. It's a special offer that includes a four week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long term commitments. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in my brother. That's stamps.com. Enter my brother. Enter my brother. Enter him. It's all one word too. My brother. One yeah, word. Come on. Justin, you still in the just went to the restroom. He messaged us discreetly to say he's going to the restroom. And because he's been in there for a while, I think we all know what kind of restroom he's using. I think it's a doozy of a doozy. Well, I didn't want to get gross about it, Travis. But I, I just said wanted it to, cute. I just wanted I said to, it cute though. I just want to say you can infer a pee takes a certain amount of length of time. And it's been, it's, this break has certainly exceeded that length of time. No, I definitely think it's the butt one. And that's for sure. Do you want to read this Jumbotron? I do. It's for Aaron. And it's from Nick. And Nick says, thank you for marrying me and letting me be your one and only squirting turtle man. Squirting turtle man. Oh, Justin really would have loved this one. Can and we, what I love about let's this. Remind, let's tell Justin about when he gets back from... Okay, maybe if we just say it real loud, he can hear us wherever he is. Yeah, Justin, you back? Oh, he's gonna love it. We'll get it again, Aaron and Nick, don't worry. I like this because it's a reference to Monster Factory, but anyone who's never seen Monster Factory is is probably a little little confused. I don't know, I think it's still on message for our sort of brand. Anyway, here's another message, and it's for Dad, Rick. And it's <laughs> it's from it's good. I mean, you gotta put that in because it's just like here's one for dad. Then it could be anybody. Anyway, it's from Leanne who says, "Hi, Dad, aka Rick. Thanks for listening to this podcast with me. Whenever I trap you during our longer car rides, I'm glad you enjoy most of the jokes, and I will gladly suffer through all the winking you've decided to do after that one episode. <laughs> to more podcast laughs. Hey, Dad, Rick, Rick, Rick." I'm glad that Leanne has at least acknowledged that 90% of our listeners are some form of prisoner locked in our comedy Iron Maiden being pierced by our our skillful goofs. Justin, you back? I thought I heard something. I thought I heard a butt hit a seat. No, still in the toilet. Mm. Should I call Sydney? (laughs) Um, I have a, I've got an iPad. Uh Uh-huh. And it has a, Garage band on it, and what's funny is that you can do like um, 
And then what I do with that is I can go like. <laughs> that is fun. So it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Still in the bathroom, huh? That's Mario. Nah, I got that. That was okay. All right, I'm back. You miss a good Jumbotron, Justin. You want to hear it? Did you do the second Jumbotron? We've done everything. All right, great. Well, but you should it. you should say something for the Jumbotron so that people feel like they got their money worth. If you can just say something like, hey, hey guys, great Jumbotron. And maybe play around in the space a little bit. Oh, yeah, Rick. Something like just that. Just say like, oh, yeah, Rick. And then be like, oh, those oh, were great. Edit them, edit them together? Yeah, I'll yeah. edit them back. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely. drop you back in. And okay. all the stuff we did about you being in a bathroom and doing a bad butt stink and uh, the whole, like, I did like a lot of fart jokes on the garage band. I'll edit all that out too. And what people are okay. going to hear is going to be really Good. fluid, very NPR. Okay. No one will I'll ever just... know you did a doozy or a tizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll just go. I'll give you some like generic stuff. Yeah, give okay. me some generic stuff and uh, wild like, lines. Uh, the the yucky some... mess you just made in the toilet. We're going to get all that out of the show. Yeah. Because we don't want people Great. to know that you do that kind of thing. All right. All right. So um, just give me some. Congratulations, Aaron. Yeah. Is that good? Nice. Thanks so much for the support, Nick. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's good. Hey, way to go, Rick. Yeah, and I'll just put that in. And and when I put that in, I'll drop it in in one of the parts where we talked about all the uh, horrible noises and the toilet bowl stink. <laughs> and, and, and Justin, can I just say, I, let me assure you, we're not going to use this, but um, they asked for, could we get one line where you apologize for what you did with your butt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, we're not going to use it. But you're not, okay. Well, I don't no. really understand, okay. They just want it for comparison, that's all. Okay. Sorry about what I did with my butt. Yeah, and so let me okay. get one more because I have the audio tools I use has noise canceling, but you have to have the sample of the noise uh, first oh, that right. you're canceling out. So if you can just say like, I made a toilet mess and then I'll use that to, and it'll catch <laughs> in the filter all the other uh, stuff that we said about you making a toilet mess. So just say that out loud. I made a toilet mess. And like then, that, yeah, and I'll use that and there? then nobody else is going to hear it for the rest of the Perfect. So perfect, good. Perfect. How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right, dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah, so. I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat Rocks. Henry Yahoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. This one was sent in by Kevin Budnick. Thank you, Kevin. It's from an, another anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call him um, uh, Dancing Hip Hop Goose Super Fun Educational because that's the Amazon uh, ad that I have at the top of my website right now. Perfect. And let me say, this goose does look like a really cool educational hip hop goose. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a backwards hat on. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, Dancing Hip Hop Goose Super Fun Educational asks, is it possible to eat a banana without feeling rude? And this is funny to even think about 
when sometimes people eat it, and I'm not talking about it in the way that I did it, where I changed the course of human history, but the way where everybody eats it, and maybe somebody will make a a foul joke, and I hate these, and so I think it would be much better if we had a different way of doing this, where you didn't open yourself up for that to that opportunity. I'd like to make a pitch. Okay. Fully on peel banana, mm. eat like corn on the cob. Now we're talking. So you eat the 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 skin first, fully like unpeeled. No, you completely take remove the peel, and then you hold it longwise, and then like take bites down and rotate, take bites down, rotate. Yeah, that's a good option. In a film I like to call Paul Blart Mall Cop Two, a gentleman named Myrtle eats a banana that's so repellently old that all the comedy in the scene and there's Movie. plenty to go around <laughs> yeah. uh, is is derived from the age of the banana and not necessarily the phallic shape of the banana, I think. Hey, so and can we be... just congratulate Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 for not taking that, no pun intended, low-hanging fruit? Yeah, they, they evolved the gag. They evolved um, the gag a bit. So you're saying just only eat old bananas like our friend in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 does. Very old bananas like Myrtle, the security guard, uh, or the shipping Whatever. drone. It, his Whatever. His job doesn't matter. None of this fucking matters. Uh, that's one option. Can you unpeel it and put the whole thing in your mouth sideways like a big smile? And then people will say like, oh, what a beautiful smile you have. But they won't know it's a banana. Or maybe just like, Put it in a blender and then drink it. Yeah, or mush it up in a cup with a fork, or mush it with your hands in front of them and say like, "Don't get any ideas," and then smush it in a big ball with your hands. Uh huh. I like that. Oh. Or maybe like start to eat it and then look at somebody and be like, "No, you'll make this dirty," and then throw the whole banana away. Can we just only eat banana runts, and then you just can pop those right in there, and it's not even a thing. What about deep fried banana? Is that a thing? I mean, you're still this still gonna have the same sort of physical shape. Yeah, right. but no one's ever eating deep fried pickles, and somebody's like, like a wiener. There's lots of ways we could evolve the banana, though. Like, if we're gonna get into culinary solutions, I think that's too broad. I mean, like, you could split it in half and dump some ice cream on it, and enjoy a delicious banana. Whoa, split. slow down! Uh, I, I would still know. <laughs> you would know. You're eating the rude fruit. I would say. <laughs> Good one. I'm just eating a banana split. I'm, I'm at Baskin Robbins with my family. My son just won the big baseball game. I know, but dude, you're eating the rude fruit, bud. You know, like <laughs> you're hey, seen, but you ever seen anybody eat it the normal way, bud? Uh, you, know that, you get it? You know what that looks like. <laughs> nice. That dude. is the worst Baskin Robbins employee possible. Yeah. If they just order like, I'll have a banana. Oh, nice, uh, nice, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. I think you should carry a megaphone around, and whenever you're eating the rude fruit banana, and somebody says, like, <laughs> like a penis, you hand them the megaphone and say, why don't you tell the world? And you know, really stand by your joke. You're very funny, very funny joke. Why don't you go ahead and broadcast? Here, I'll open up all the windows of the house, turn this one full blast, and you can <laughs> let everybody know your fun joke, you fucking child. Rip their phone out of their hand, find, find their mom. Or their, Call their mom. Or their pastor. Tell your, tell your pastor tell your this mom. great joke you just said. <laughs> no, tell your mom the joke you made about the rude fruit and how it looks like a cock, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, good joke, I guess. Yeah, pretty good joke, Dennis. I deliver pizzas, but I've made a terrible mistake. 
I let it slip that I've started doing stand-up comedy to one of our regulars. Oh, Jesus. And he asked me to do a set on his front porch for him. Oh, my God. I didn't make him laugh, but he tipped me really well and told me to keep it. The problem is that now he only orders when he knows I'm on shift and requests me as his driver. That doesn't seem like it should be in the pizza laws. Uh, that's from me. That's editorializing. That doesn't seem like something you should be able to do. That seems like there's a lot of problems with that. He asked me to do a new set every time. I haven't made him laugh yet, and he keeps offering me advice that doesn't help because he has never tried comedy, as he keeps saying, but I'm running out of material. I am tired of bombing to this one person on his porch in the middle of a shift, but he tips really well. I don't know what to do, brothers. Do I lie and tell him I've stopped trying? Will that make his tips disappear? No. Please help. That's from becoming more and more dour in Dallas. You can't tell him you, you stopped trying. He'd be so disappointed in you. I bet. It's Jerry Seinfeld. You think it's Jer? I think it's Jerry. We all know he lives in Dallas now. Big Cowboys fan. And... He's trying to, he's trying to, this is how he has to break you down before he can build you back up again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he lied and said that he has never tried comedy. And I don't know why you didn't recognize very famous man, Jerry Seinfeld. But <laughs> he's got the goatee now. He does have the goatee and he looks great. Oh, that's what it is. Jerry, you look maybe, r- real good. Um, maybe your, your problem is you're trying jokes and not every comedian is going to find their way with that. Could you... Um, when you arrive and he opens the door, just get a big hammer and smash his pizza right now. Oh, nice. that's very ah. good. That's very good. That could be it's very great funny every to him. time. Uh, I I think you need to reframe this. You're a professional comedian. Yes. What level? Wait, hold on. Before we move on, what level of comedic desperation do you think Gallagher was at when he said, "Well." I guess I could just smash melons with a hammer. <laughs> like, you have to be pretty frustrated with the whole joke game to decide that that's well, how you're going to. In this to. scenario, he had a whole bit about unsmashed melons. And he was like, you know, ever seen a watermelon before? What's this big green thing? I'm supposed to cut it up for my family at a barbecue? No, thanks. Who wants spitting out seeds the whole time? Sounds like a lot of work to me. Boo, Gallagher, you fucking stink, dude. Nobody cares about your melon jokes. You're right. Fuck, smash. Oh, damn. Hold on. You're on to something, my dude. <laughs> So here I am sitting on my regular sized couches. I keep losing things in between the cushions. This sucks. I wish the couch was bigger. Oh, great advice, Jerry Seinfeld in the audience. I think you have to fail a lot to get good at stand up comedy. That's how I understand it. That's why I'll never get into that particular field. Because I think you do have to bomb repeatedly. And I can think of few safer spaces to bomb than on someone's porch. And at the end, you get money. Yeah, don't right. Have to hold the pizza anymore. It seems like a pretty good place to try out new material. Honestly, let me float this: Is it possible this person who is ordering the pizzas is a big, big pervert who is so drunk off of the power differential here, where they're like, "Yes, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke, Domino's boy." <laughs> very good. Not very good, actually. It sucked. <laughs> I'll never laugh at your jokes. I'm. I'm disappointed in this pervert man. Well, because you, that should go without saying. How high are your comedic standards that you have made the pizza delivery person tell you a joke 
and then you think, mm, not good enough, maybe next time, give him a laugh. Who is this masked stranger <laughs> who says, Get, do a stand-up? Who's got the gall to say, do stand-up for me, pizza person? I know you have other deliveries to make, but can you do a tight five for me? Who is this? It's unthinkable. It's unfathomable. How about, uh, you want to do another Yahoo, another question, or what do we, what do we want to do? I mean, there is this one that was sent in by the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user Geo who asks, is there a place that will turn my ashes into a bong after I die? Into a bong? For weed. No, no, I get that, but not into weed, like... Into weed? You want them to... First of all, that's not how fucking chemicals work, I don't think. So you... You want to be a bong... That would be a pretty cool funeral if it's just like, <laughs> thanks, Derek. Like, and then you're just passing Derek on the left-hand side. Oh, uh, man, do you have a name for your bong? I do. It's Derek. <laughs> it's Derek Peterson, my best friend. Please don't Bogart the Derek. That's not what he would have wanted. <gasps> Thank you for the kind, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say that Yahoo Answers user Open Container Laws says, why do you care what happens when you die? You're going to hell anyway at this rate if you don't stop taking drugs. Says me, Open Container Laws. Yeah. Um, can you turn my ashes into vape juice after I die so I can be a, as close to a ghost for a few seconds as I possibly could? Gonna need a fucking pretty high PG to not, you know, fuck up the coils with that kind of No, I mean, I'm gonna content. fuck up the coils. It'll be a one-time... One time, one time burn. Yeah, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a heady rip. Like that would be pretty choice though, if you could get one really good choice rip and then blow it out over the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, because then any time that your wife saw a cloud, she could tell your son, "That's your daddy." Your many daughters. That's your daddy. He watches over us. He watches over us from the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Your your uncle Justin blew him up there with a big rip. He did, a, he did a rings trick, and he everyone did a huge rings trick. He did a big rings trick, and everyone said, "Cool, I love you, Griffin. <laughs> Goodbye. It's time to let go." But he's I miss Cotton I, now, honey. I miss Papa Griffin. You don't have to because he's everywhere and all around us. Anytime you see someone rip a huge, oh my god, put my ashes into the vape juice repository in New Mexico, mm-hmm. the, the reserves. So from then on, anytime that someone rips just some huge cotton That's and Justin. really grilly cranks it. <laughs> they crank some cotton out. There's a little bit of me in every cloud that gets puffed out over every um, children's birthday party. It's all it's all got a little bit of me in there. And then when it rains, mm-hmm. what is that? Sweat? Yeah. People vape enough and put enough of that in the environment. Can we safely assume at some point that the rain will be more vape juice? More cotton water? candy, Granny Smith apples. Mm-hmm. I want to live in that world. But also there's a little bit of me in there because I died and Justin ripped me up into the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so think, beautiful. Hey, when I die, can you guys just put me in another person? Like your brain. Like inject you inner space style? I mean, more just like I want to. I want to be another person, I, or just me again. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But uh huh. 
when Gallagher smashes that urn and sends Travis. <laughs> no, I changed my everywhere. mind. That is exactly what I want. Nobody want nobody wants to die. But if you could rest, go to your final rest, knowing that Gallagher or his son, Gallagher three, because there's already Gallagher two, his son Gallagher three will smash your ashes over the crowd, like that would be very comforting, I feel like. Anytime you see someone that enjoys great prop comedy, you can rest assured that somewhere in there they've inhaled a little bit of Travis. <laughs> okay, but what if instead of being cremated, it was just my body? <laughs> <laughs> Gallagher got fucking edgy in his like <laughs> Fuck. He walked you out of really don't want to sit in the front row, like for real. He walked oh. out of Marin and off the off the deep end, and now he smashed Travis up real good. <laughs> <laughs> the McRoy brothers were such influential podcasters and comedians. It's the year twenty three sixty, and I just want to go to their gravestones and just wish them. Well, the problem is they don't have them. Trav got smashed by Gallagher. Um, Griffin got vaped up into the sky, and ja- well, nobody's seen Justin. Nobody's Justin's seen still Justin. alive. He's still it's alive. Amazing. He found the crystal skull. So he's, he's so still old. so he's still going. <laughs> Gallagher would too. That's the worst thing about it, about this imaginary situation. Gallagher totally would. He didn't give a shit. Well, it's, he's not allowed to say no. If you yeah. pay, if you give him thirty dollars, he has to he legally has to smash. He's equal opportunity. He has to smash whatever you put in front of him. A lot of uh, you know small businesses use him for like waste management solutions. <laughs> Oh, boy. Ah, Boise. Um, That's going to do it for us this week, folks. I hope you had some fun and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, Didn't want to hit you all with that Candle Nights announcement. Uh, We are doing a Candle Nights show in Huntington on December 22nd. We're still ironing out some of the final details there. It's kind of a last minute thing, but we did want to let you know so you could kind of like arrange your schedule appropriately if you think that's something you want to Come in for, uh, it'll be great. There'll be several podcasts of, of our families, and uh, it'll be a hoot and a half. So we wanted to go ahead and let you know that that was happening so you could get ready for it. Uh, we'll let you know when, when we have a lot. Just follow our, our Twitter stuff, and we'll let you know when, when it's ironed out and when you can expect to grab tickets when they go on sale. Um, yeah. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for uh, the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It's a very good album for you to enjoy this long winter. And uh, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us. You can go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great podcasts there. Shows like uh, The Greatest Generation and Beef and Dairy Network and Tights and Fights and uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself and a bunch of great shows at MaximumFun.org. And if you want to check out the other stuff we do, just go to MacroyShows.com. Speaking of other shows we do, we just put out uh, the third episode of Till Death Do Us Blart, our uh, yearly uh, movie review podcast. It's us and Tim and Guy from the podcast The Worst Idea of All Time. We watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every year for the rest of linear time. This year was, this was a fun one, folks. This is is the best of our three episodes. I watched it synced up with Dark Side of the Moon, and it was perfect. so good. Hey, speaking of Tim and Guy, those cats were at my house for Thanksgiving, had those boys in to show them all around America Thanksgiving, to let them see what all the hubbub is about. And uh, they are are wrapping up their podcast, The Worst Idea of All Time. They're putting it to bed. And if you're in the New York area, you can go see one of their last ever shows, uh, Wednesday, November 29th at uh, the Bell House. 
So if you go to the Bell House website, you can get tickets there. But uh, you should go check that out. It's 15 bucks, and I guarantee you will have a good time. They are very good boys. Absolutely. So please go enjoy their show. Uh, you want that final? Absolutely. Yes. Here comes that final. This final Yahoo was sent in by the delivery man, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user Annette who asks, How do I send Ellen DeGeneres a picture of my cat? Thank you very much, Annette Decker. <laughs> 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 my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey, Max Fun fans, it's me, Jesse, the owner of Maximum Fun. I've got a question for you. Will you help us make our shows better? We wanted to find a way to find out what the Max Fun community thinks about our shows. So we started something called the Max Fun Listener Panel. Basically, you subscribe to a podcast feed, and twice a month or so, roughly speaking, we'll send you an episode of a show and instructions on how to fill out a quick survey about what you think about that show. 10 questions, nothing too crazy. You'll be hearing existing shows that we're thinking about making changes to, secret pilots of shows that we're developing that you'll only hear this way, uh, shows we're considering adding to the network, and what you think about them really matters to us. So to join the panel, it's easy. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. That's MaximumFun.org slash listener panel. Thanks for helping make Max Fun better.